Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with life coach Linda Armstrong. This is your daily dose of happy, and we're so happy that you decided to join us today. Rita Giganti uh, won't be able to join us uh, today, but she'll be with us again next week. And uh, in the meantime, we're going to try to do what we can to help lift your vibe and get into that higher good feeling place that we'd like to talk about a lot. And uh, welcome once again to new listeners tuning in on the local cable access channel here. And as well as people who are tuning in perhaps for the first time on PRN. Uh, we've been doing shows lately that are aimed a little bit more toward people who are not yet familiar or perhaps only mildly familiar with what the law of attraction is all about. So we'll, we'll kind of continue in that vein a little bit today, but we'll also don't be surprised if we get a little bit advanced too, because most of our podcast listeners have been listening for years and they know the subject inside and out. So we'll, we'll try to balance it between the audiences. But, uh, Linda, you were, uh, telling me before the show, you've been busy today. So you get a chance to sit and relax and feel good. How about that? That's excellent. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Really good stuff. Um, so anyway, I thought I would, uh, just bring up like a, a couple of basics that you and I talked about when you first came on as my co-host a few years back, um, because you specialize in, I guess what I would generically call energy coaching. I'm not sure how you describe it these days, but, um, you, you basically help people to let's tell me if I'm, I'm explaining this wrong to clear energy problems that are preventing them from getting into that high flying place where they can attract all the stuff that they want. Am I, am I saying that correctly? Uh, well, sort of, because when you're not in a higher vibration, you're holding denser energies, right? That, that pull you down. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and a lot of that is just different patterns and programs and experiences that you've had that, cause you to be other than this beautiful true light that you are, right? This high vibration that you are. So yeah, the energy healing that I do and it's, it's healing and it's coaching. I coach mm -hmm. people as to how to do a lot of what I do for them for themselves. Basically I do that while I'm coaching people. Um, it's, it's really breaking down those energetic patterns that are heavy on you. Like the, the, the mm -hmm. I call it denser energy it's just heavy and you can feel a difference because you have a healing session at the end of the healing session you usually feel lighter because you just let go of a whole bunch of stuff um and we've experienced I, that here on the show because there have been times where you've led us through you know meditations or just you know generally feel the energy kind of thing and by the time we're done with them every time i'm buzzing I mean, I can just feel it all over the place. So I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's palpable. It's it's a very strong feeling. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, you know, when you're having fun and you're doing something great or some project is working perfect for you or, you know, you feel light, like you feel yeah. light. But then some problem comes in and poof, you feel like you've been like knocked on the head and flattened out. Sometimes you are flattened out. Sometimes you're just laying in bed. I can't even function. Mm. That's energy. Mm -hmm. So we can have problems in our life and not be so caved in energetically that it drains us and stops us from moving forward, right? So as you lift the things that are coming up based on the situation that presented itself, and sometimes we're releasing energy that you don't, you think it's not even related, but we release it and then you feel better and you're like, wow, I never even considered that was part of it, you know? Um, so you feel the difference. I guess my point yeah. about it, that is you, you can, everybody knows what it feels like to feel like you're in high school or something like that. And you have like exams to do and you feel so heavy and bogged down and concerned. You take the right. exam and you're like, woo, I feel good now. Yeah. Right? Oh, that was better than I thought it would be. Yeah, sure. 
You move exactly. into a different, a different energy. Now you could feel good the whole way through, but it's like the conditioning makes us think that now we have to put so much weight on ourselves to get to the th- to or through this next thing that's coming up for us. Then we get to or through whatever that is, and all of a sudden, our whole energetic system is like, huh. So basically, you can be you can be high vibe even during harder to handle circumstances, which is an ideal situation because, as we talk about a lot here on the show, I mean, people want to manifest new stuff in their lives, new experiences, um, new activities, and so forth. And they like the idea of, you know, applying the law of attraction to, to accomplish that. It's one of the reasons why they watch and listen to our show. Uh, but it doesn't always seem to work out properly. And what we've learned over time is that in order to have a much more consistent experience with it, you got to be that in that high vibe place. So being in that high vibe place as often as possible, that actually is pretty important then, isn't it? I mean, that, that's how you're going to get the better results. Right. Well, I mean, that kind of brings up for me right there is that you could feel energy, right? Because if you stay, so say with manifesting, right? And if you're holding the energy of having already accomplished whatever that was or feeling gratitude for it, when you hold that energy and keep that energy all throughout the process of however long it might take for this thing to manifest, um, it can come way quicker than if you go into this whole different energy. Well, what if it doesn't happen? Well, what if mm. this, or maybe you know, you start getting into all the what ifs and the doubt, even right. the fear of it not being, and then you feel yeah. that energy. And it's so easy for people to go into that energy that feels heavy, right? Mm-hmm. So as opposed to light. Um, and it makes the whole process not fun. <laughs> Yeah, and, no kidding. <laughs> and by getting stuck in that energy and staying there, not realizing you have the power to just change it, um, then you might give up on those manifestations, those things you want to, uh, those desires that you have, because you just go into this uh, heavy energy space of, oh, it's never going to happen. I better just do something else, right? That doesn't yeah. feel good. That feels no. heavy. Yeah. Yeah. That's but. True. When you hear us talking about law of attraction, we're talking a lot about feeling as if you already feeling it as now, what it is you're looking for creating for that, that you don't have right now. Right. You can hold the energy of it right now, appreciation for having it and just feel that. I mean, I, I, I know I give this example of every now and then, but I think I heard it again last night. Oh yeah. I, I was watching, um, the voice on Hulu, like from the other night. Mm-hmm. And this one, one girl went on and she said, ever since the first time I ever show, saw this show when I was a little kid, she's like 14, right? But she saw it when she was like four. <laughs> I don't know. Right. All I did is I would always dream about being on the stage. Guess what? She was mm-hmm. on the stage. She was about cool. to walk in and do her, her thing. So you see that a lot in those types of shows where the people who wind up getting somewhere, it doesn't have to be that they win the ultimate, but they keep moving through it. Are the people who always held that energy of doing that, you know? So it's pretty darn important holding that energy and learning yeah. how to do that. Because there was a show. I don't know if they still have that show, but it was, uh, so you think you could dance. I remember one year, this one kid won it who had no training, none at all. It was a street dancer. It was just, just whatever oh. that he 
did with his friends, right? But he would right. dance in front of the mirror and pretend he was on a stage all his life. <laughs> wow. He won this thing. Now, those guys, if you ever saw that show, they had to do all forms of dance. Mm-hmm. They have a yep. week to learn the dance, and then they have to perform it. The tango, the foxtrot, the whatever, all these other mm-hmm. things that are totally foreign to this guy. He's a street dancer. Right, yeah. That kid won it. I, I can, I, I always remember that. And I, and the whole time I was thinking that kid's going to win it because he saw, like whenever he talked about, whenever they talked to the contestants and get a little bit of a feeling of them, he would yep. talk about how he would pretend that he was whatever, whatever, whatever. Wow. And that's where it is. That's how do you really beat out classical training dancers? This kid beat them out. That's great. That's so, fabulous. To me, that's I- like, yep. That's law of attraction right there. Well, yeah, he demonstrated beautifully all by himself. And he, he may not even have known that he was doing it, but that's what he was doing. Well, all he knew he was doing was pretending that he was famous. Yeah. Dancing yeah. in front of a mirror in his room. That's it. Mm-hmm. But that felt so good or he wouldn't wouldn't keep doing it, right? He no would just kidding. feel right. what it would feel like to be famous. And then he was. So let's talk a little bit then about what we can do in our lives to basically regain or or take control of our own energy because clearly this is important stuff um obviously one thing that we can do is go to an energy coach like yourself to clear some major stuff that's in the way but what are the, what are some of the things we can do individually to just you know maintain the highest energy we can maintain okay so you asked me how we could stay in high vibe but uh yeah. all the time okay. or as, as often as possible yeah so just do things that light you up. Do things that you enjoy. Like, you know, find ways to feel good, no matter what that is, right? So, I mean, if you really hate the kind of work you're doing and you're spending most of your time doing something you hate, well, that would be a good indicator to start thinking about, well, what things do I like? And then do more of that, even if it's not your job. But just so that you're doing more of that, It'll help you to maybe transition into actually doing more of that for your livelihood rather than doing something you hate because you're wasting all that time being in this heavier, lower vibrational energy. Um, and so if you are in a, say in a space like that, you want to find any way of making that miserable job fun. <laughs> so if it's just appreciating the office or your, your lunchtime, or the people that you do love to interact with, like find any aspects. Um, you know, like I, I sometimes well, when I drive over to um, where I do my in-person sessions, which is in New Jersey, um, mm-hmm. I love to listen to audible books and I really love driving there. So maybe you do something that you, you love while you're driving to work. So it already puts yeah. you into like a better vibration when you get started. Right. It's um, a good point because all- we do have we have a lot of downtime that it's not really downtime it's it's in between time you know we're we're, we're traveling we're getting ready to do something uh, you know we're maybe we're doing dishes you know various things that we can be doing that are rather mundane tasks but they're time and they're opportunities to actually kind of I wouldn't want to say multitask because multitasking doesn't really imply what I'm looking for more like take advantage of it to be working on getting our vibe up and there are lots of ways we can do that just. Very simply. Right. So, um, I mean, most of the time I have someone who comes in and does cleaning for my house, but I have to say they don't clean the way I would really like it. <laughs> so I'll clean it myself. <laughs> you, you, know? you and my wife, she has the same complaint. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. 
So like right now I have them like every other week so that I can fix it up better. Like, but I don't want to do it all. I just don't want to do it all the time. But the thing is, if I'm doing that, I've got an audible book on. I'm either learning something or I'm listening to some, some story or just putting music on, like making that activity that maybe I don't love doing into more Mm. fun. And, and it totally makes the whole thing go so much faster. Oh yeah. In fact, uh, we've talked in the past also about meditation because that's a favorite activity that people who are pursuing this kind of thing like to do. Um, partly because it helps to clear the mind and partly because it just helps you get into a higher vibe place. Uh, and, and we have had, I remember early on when you were first on the show a few years back, I was telling you about how I was never really into meditation. I couldn't really do it well and I didn't really get the results I was looking for and so forth. And as we talked, I realized from what something you said that I had been meditating and not realizing it. I was doing kind of a walking meditation. Because when I needed to just kind of de-stress and clear my head a little bit, I get up and I just pace the house. And my wife actually makes jokes that we need to have longer hallways for me because I just do so much pacing. And you pointed out, well, that's a meditative process. I I never thought of it that way. I was actually meditating and and not deliberately meditating. Who knew? Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I like to point that out because I know I used to have a conception, misconception of what meditation had to be or what it looked like or oh yeah, based on whatever I picked up from somewhere, <laughs> what that is. But meditation could be anything. It's any, anywhere where you can lose yourself. So yeah, it's great. And, and it's great to just sit there and let your energy expand out and get into this alter universe kind of a feeling. But if you don't know that, you can, you do, you do have that same experience when you're doing things as well. So some people, when they're working out, can get into that place and they're being actually very active, but they're also feeling this really expanded, like everything gets bright, you know, like they're really coming into this higher energy. Uh, you could be doing artwork and just love what you're doing with every stroke of the, the brush and you can be in that. I have a, my brother-in-law would, um, for him, he didn't think he could meditate either. I'm like, well, you ever find a time when you kind of lose yourself, something, something you do. He's like, oh yeah, when I'm getting a car ready for paint and I'm, you know, patching it in and sanding it and all this goes, yeah, the best ideas come to me. I'm just kind of like lost in somewhere, but it feels really good. I'm like, that's meditation. He's like, no shit. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had the same experience with uh, doing dishes. I mean, that's just sort of a mundane task and, I didn't realize it at first, but I, after a, a time, I began to recognize that when I'm doing dishes, I'm clearing my mind. And it's a good time to just relax and you know, let go of idea, of stuff that I have been hanging on to that I didn't really want to hang on to, but just kind of let go of it. It, just, it kind of like goes down the drain with the soap suds. It just kind yeah. of drains away. Yeah. And so you know I've actually and gotten you, I've actually gotten to the point now where I like doing dishes, which if you'd asked me that 20 years ago, I would have said, I hate doing dishes. But no, I actually like it. <laughs> yeah. And I bet you maybe part of that transition to, to really liking it is because you just had that visual of the stuff that's been weighing you down, going down the drain because we create be. our own reality. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you if you add something like that to it, as, as long as you set it up that that's what it is, it is. Because mm, okay. we can all clear energy for ourselves, right? So just having that visual, I mean, you could have been in a guided meditation and they, and maybe the meditation is saying, imagine you're doing the dishes and all of those thoughts that are clouding up your head are just going down the drain with all the suds and, and you feel this. Yeah, it's the same thing. You can do it for yourself. You don't need somebody guiding you through it. Now you talked about walking outside, which is a great meditation for you. 
I like just even sitting. Sometimes I'll meditate eyes open outside, just staring off into the trees. Oh yeah, I was doing that a lot this summer. We, we we went to the beach almost every weekend, and that's what I was doing. I was just taking in the ocean, just staring at the ocean for hours yeah. on end. Yeah, hearing the sounds, whatever they are, they could be people chattering over there. But you just kind of get lost in. Oh yeah. In the energy of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's very effective, and I liked it. It was also. It was a good way to release stresses from the work week. And it was also just a great way to be in a very pleasant location. I, funny thing is about beaches. Now, I always had kind of a thing about not liking beaches, mainly because my skin is very ultra sensitive to sunlight. So I can't handle a whole lot of sunlight. Well, we found a solution for that. We got a, a big old canopy. So I'm in the shade all the time. And from that point on, my whole attitude shifted about it because not only was it now possible for me to stay at the beach, I could actually enjoy it. And I really like just staring at the ocean because it's constantly varying. It's, you know, I mean, oh, it, it, yeah. it does, I mean, it's staying in one place. It's not going anywhere, but you know, no, there's a lot of motion. There's... That water and that energy, oh, yeah. of the, the energy of that ocean is very healing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it just cleared me up every single time. It was, it's interesting that every single time we went to the beach, we always came away from it with a big smile on our faces. And I think that's one of the reasons why. Plus, it was yeah. also that Louise was just absolutely thrilled that I would go to the beach with her because I never did before. So, <laughs> I was going to say an another thing that I, I really like getting out and shoveling the snow. Really? Okay. I like it. You know, it, especially if you get out like early before there's too many cars and stuff and it's kind of fresh and it's so mm -hmm. quiet. Yeah, right. Right? And then you just, yeah, like, you know, so a lot of people will say, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, but that's what it is. That's where I find that too, besides regular meditation. So it could be anything. You just find something that makes you feel good, where you can relax and just be rather than thinking, having all those nonstop monkey mind thoughts running through your head and trying to tell you whatever it's telling you. Like, you're not mm. getting enough. Can't do that. You really think that could happen? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you I'm mentioned shoveling snow was. too. Yeah, right. It's funny you mentioned shoveling snow, too, because uh, one of Louise's favorite things to do is the first snowfall of the year, not after it's piled up to 3, 6, 12 inches, whatever, but after you got like an inch on the ground and it's still snowing, she likes to uh, ask me to go out with her and take a walk and just enjoy being out in a fresh snow. And literally, she will skip down the street because she's in the snow, the first snow of the season. That's how excited she gets about it. So there's yeah, another like way being, to enjoy it. Yeah, like being that little kid again. You know, I mean, when yeah. we were kids, we found magic in everything, right? True. Yeah. 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 And it's a great so, skill to redevelop. So I picked a card, and it's probably very appropriate because it's divine timing, right? Because we're talking about manifesting and things. And sometimes, you know, and we're talking about how you can get in your head about what, what it is you're wanting to bring into your life and then you have all this nonsense about how it's coming it's not coming like that's what really ties you up but if you can find and, and hold for yourself that what's meant to be will come to me and it'll come to me in divine timing so as you hold and when you're connecting with divine like when you're meditating or when you're really in the zone and you're so open and receptive to like inspiration that comes in you're fully connected to the divinity, the divine energies, right? And divine timing will always work, will always work. 
By the way, uh, for people who are new uh, listeners or new viewers, we, we often draw cards whenever uh, Lynn's on the show. She has a whole collection of these angel and spirit card decks. And the amazing thing is every single time she pulls a card, she pulls them randomly. She's not looking for them. Every card that she pulls out is perfect to the conversation we were just having. So this is like nothing new. This is not an unusual thing you're seeing. It's perfect timing every time. There we go. It's divine timing. Divine timing. <laughs> no, but really, and, and sometimes even the things that we think were just, oh, here comes Siren. Sorry about that. We're really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually great, but we don't see it till like later on. Mm -hmm. um, and if it wasn't for that happening, then this other thing that happened to work out to be exactly what you actually wanted way back then. Oh, yeah. Right. But really the timing of it was not to be until here. And it, this would not have happened over here if not for that thing unraveling over there and not coming the way you thought it had to be then. Know what I mean? It's like, that's another, that's another great way to really, uh, appreciate and, uh, build that high vibe is, is noticing those kinds of connections. The more we notice them, the easier it is to feel good about, well, Hey, I'm actually putting stuff out there and it's coming back to me. That yeah. I just have to recognize, like you said, the divine timing that, you know, sometimes it doesn't show up exactly when I had in mind. But if I really look for it, I had to go through all that other junk in order to get to that thing that I was looking for. So it's actually valuable. Oh, yeah. All right. So let's read this. Okay. Because I know that's what that's what I'm talking about. But let's see what the card wants to say. <laughs> it says life is always unfolding in the perfect time space sequence. So. Angel wisdom is encouraging you to move into a state of trust, knowing that good things are always unfolding for you. You may find yourself feeling impatient and unsettled, but instead of letting your ego and imagination pull you into a downward spiral, that's when your mind thinks it knows better than anything else and it hangs you up and you start to believe that what you want couldn't be or whatever that might be. Right. It says, trust that your prayers are being answered and your plans are coming to fruition in a way that is meeting your needs rather than your wants. Right? Because you may not even realize the fullness of where you're going and that it, and how it actually needs to be a, a different, a different way for it to be really what is for your highest good. Okay. Drop your head around that one. <laughs> yeah. It takes a while to get used to that side of it, but that, yeah. I, I have gotten used to it, and it is true. The first few times I heard that, I was, I was always the one who kind of like, huh, is that really? Well, yeah, it really is. It really is true. Yeah. And so that part that's like, eh, that's, that's resistant part is that, is that mental chatter of the reactive mind that mm. isn't allowing you to just flow with the spirit, with, with the, what wants to come through. Mm -hmm. I mean, face it, we're spirit living in a body. Yeah. And there's so much magic available to you once you really connect to that truth that, that you are spirit. So if you are that, then you can connect to that, which is outside of you. That is spirit. And, and that's what, that's what opens you up to maybe believing in divine timing that you have angels, guides, God, source, creator, spirit. I don't know what you want to call it. Anything you want to call it, universe, um, working with you and for you. And so the more we can kind of let go with it and trust that it all works out in the perfect way for me or for my highest good, then the, the easier you move towards those things. And you could probably think of, you could probably think of times in your life where you, 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 it's kind of like you were trying. So you were, you were trying and there's that word trying to make like, it's like making the square peg fit in the round circle thing. You know, like you, 
And then finally, when you give up, something better comes along. I mean, it happens. That's true. I mean, what what you're describing reminds me of a phrase that I can't remember who it was I heard say it first, but it really summarizes it nicely. We are spiritual beings having a physical experience. And I like looking at it that way because that was, hearing that for the first time was, was really the first time where I finally felt like there was actual purpose to my life. Up until then, it just felt kind of random, like, what the heck am I doing here? All that kind of thing. But when I turned it around and thought about it as we're spiritual beings having a physical experience, okay, well, that makes more sense. It, op- it opens up your your field of possibilities. Yeah. yeah. And not just what, what I can see, feel, hear, and touch, right? Right, like- exactly. And the ways that I think that that would have to be, because you, when you do that, you're you're excluding all the many different possibilities that come with trusting in 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 this support, the divine energies around you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know if I read this part, but I'll do it again. You may feel that your prayers aren't being answered or that your hopes aren't being realized, but you must know that the universe and your angels are always working towards the highest good. And the outcome that will best serve you. When this card appears, trust in the process. So maybe if it is for new people just tuning in who don't really know what we talk about here, maybe these words based on what we've been saying. And then this, which, you know, it's just a random card is saying exactly the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. It makes Mm -hmm. you kind of think, oh, well, yeah, maybe there is more to the story. And if there is, maybe I can create more just by even knowing that. Yeah. No, I think it's true. Um, especially if, if, uh, you're somebody like who I was when I first started doing this podcast, somebody who really didn't have any, um, familiarity with any of these concepts, any, any, the only spiritual concepts I had were religious from when I was brought up in Christianity and that was about it. Uh, so, you know, trying to wrap my head around the idea of, well, trusting a process seemed like a lot, but over time it didn't take too long. Just focusing on that, it, it was pretty quick that I began to realize, yeah, the process really is there. It really does work and you really can trust it. And that is a kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy in that the more that I trusted it, the more I became aware of it, the more I became aware of it, the more I trusted it and so on and so forth. Yeah. You know, and then as you do that more and more, you start noticing things like synchronicities and you start opening up to realizing that you're actually in communication with the universe more than you ever even knew. And that you can get messages that way. I'll share a story in a minute that happened earlier today. But let me read the rest of this. So it says, this card is a sign that your hopes and dreams are unfolding. You may not think so, but you need to be, you need to remember that you may be working to, I'm sorry, I gotta, I gotta do it again. Okay. This card is a sign that your hopes and dreams are, are unfolding. You may not think so, but you need to remember that you may be working to human time. Whereas God is always working on soul time. So that human time is what makes you have, think that you're limited to certain human concepts and things too. It, it, That's true. It limit, it just limits your, even your thought pattern and process. But when you open up to, well, maybe I have some support and maybe, maybe something will just drop the answer into my, how many times have you just known something? You're like, how did I know that? Okay. Where'd that come from? And, and that's another big deal, actually. It was for me anyway, the, that recognizing, first of all, that I got those because I did get them. I'd been getting them all my life, but I didn't really connect them to, you know, getting a message from beyond or something like that. And then secondly, recognizing that I could trust it, 
Because so often in the past, when I'd gotten some, something that occurred to me, I said to myself almost instantly right afterward, well, that can't be true. Yeah. I, I would sabotage it before I even got it out, you know? Yeah. And once I learned to kind of let go of that and say, well, you know, okay, I may not have been on that particular thought track when this came in, but try trusting it anyway, see what happens, act as if it were true. And when I do that, it's amazing how often it actually pays off. It's very rare to get something like that, try to take some sort of action on it, and it goes nowhere. It almost always leads to something. Well, it's like when I do healing work, when I first started, and it's very intuitive, but I didn't really fully understand how intuitive maybe I was or the connection could be. Mm -hmm. um, and so something might come through, and I'm like, I can't, I can't see. Like in my own mind, like, I can't, I can't say that. that like, you know, that's, they didn't think I'm crazy. Like that has not, because uh, it made no right. sense to me as to what it had to do with anything. Right. Yeah. But sure. I didn't know enough to just trust it. Cause if it popped in, there's gotta be a reason for it. Right. So then I would say whatever. And that person would be totally light up and say, Oh my God, that would happen. And there'd be a whole story behind it. The thing I didn't want to say. Right. Right. But it dropped in. Like I received the information because it was totally going to support this person. So, but the thing is, when, the more those things happen, the more I re now I just go with it. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, whatever. I just say whatever comes out and, and, and I just trust that it's there for a reason. And then you get these things. Like I had it. Okay. We didn't finish this card yet, but the other night I, I had a client and there was something he was talking about and going through and, and I said something. And he's like, Oh my God, that's exactly what they said. Like exact verbatim words. Wow. And I'm like, all right, spirit's telling you that yeah. that's good advice for you. You know, take that. Mm -hmm. you know, if it hit you that way, then you know it, right? Yeah. I mean, right. today I had a brand new client um, and we were talking about something. And what came through to me, whatever the sentence was, milk duds was part of the sentence. Milk duds. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's just, I was like, you know, okay. So we were talking more about like, um, she has issues with, with losing weight anyway. So I was talking about listening to your body. I'm like, I asked my body, you know, body, are these milk duds for our highest good right now? And I'll either get a yes or a no, you know? And then if I get a yes, I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm eating these milk duds. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this woman, she's like, oh my God, I found milk duds in my, in my, my bag today. I haven't seen milk duds. I haven't spoken the word milk duds. I haven't heard the milk duds since, I don't know, since I'm like five. She's 50. She wow. goes, and you just said milk duds? I'm like, yeah. So after the session, she had to show me. She went in her bag. She goes, look, milk duds. Right? <laughs> and that was perfect for her because her, both her parents just passed away too. And I'm like, well, you think somebody was giving you a message? Like, so you, so she could feel that they are still really there for her. Like that milk dad message was more than just what was coming through about the losing weight. Right. It was more because we were also working on the grief that she had to um, something coming through from her mom to her through mm -hmm. that experience. So that it's like when you have weird things that happen like that, you're like, how could that possibly be? And then you realize, well, yeah, maybe I just tapped into the magic. Maybe there really is magic out there. Maybe we are really all connected. Maybe our loved ones never really leave us, you know, blah, 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 blah. It just yes, opened we, you up. We often call those synchronicities. And that was another concept that was pretty difficult for me early on when I was exploring this stuff. The idea that, that 
things that I would normally call coincidences are actually connected and that the, the phrase mere coincidence is actually a contradiction in terms because every coincidence is not just a coincidence, it's actually a synchronistic connection of some kind. But yeah. at, at the very beginning, I, I thought that was absurd. I thought that was ridiculous. Like, oh, come on. What, what are you going to tell me? You believe in the tooth fairy too? I mean, it was literally on that kind of a level. And yet, over time, if I actually paid attention and started noticing, okay, well, here's what they would call synchronicity. Does it connect to anything? My God, it connected to stuff over yeah. and over and over again. Yeah. Just and amazing. You know what? Another one. There's, you know, it's happening more and more and more these days. We're all just getting more in tune. Um, so I won't go into that because that's a whole other show. <laughs> Right. Well, actually, I may bring that in in a minute, but go ahead and finish your thought. The energy changing on the planet and everything will yeah. all be becoming more psychic. Well, there was something going on the other night. I was at the karate school. I, I don't remember what it was. Well, I know what it was, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to share it. There's something going on. Right. And I was kind of like, oh, I was feeling a little heavy about it. Hmm. So I'm like, I'm just going to go to Dunkin' Donuts. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I go to Dunkin' Donuts and I order like something for my husband, something for myself and a snack, whatever. I go to pay, I go up to the window and it has 777 on the thing. I'm like, Ooh, is that the last person or is that me? I, I don't care. I said 777. And then she handed me the, then it was mine, 777. So I'm like, thank you. Thank you, universe. Like, what are the, what are the, I, I go to Dunkin' Donuts all the time. I don't get 777. But today I got, when I needed it, I got a 777. That let me know, don't worry, everything's working out. It's all, whatever, you know, they, you can look up the messages for any numbers and see how they pertain to you. But there is, there is, nothing's by chance. Your guidance will speak to you through many different ways and numbers is a big one. So start paying attention to that. It, and it's okay. especially a big one for somebody who has an affinity for numbers showing up. I mean, there are a number of people out there, a lot of a number of people. <laughs> there are a lot of people out there who like, you know, the same number repeating, you know, seven, 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 five, 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 that kind of thing, or one, two, three, four. They look for it on their phones all the time, that kind of thing. And I think the, the greatest strength to all that is that because people associate that with something that feels good, it actually associates with feeling good. So it's a, it's a lot vibe lifter, lifter just because they believe it's a vibe lifter. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, Another thing too is like say in one of the healing sessions today with somebody, I don't not I don't look at the clock the whole time. You know, like I'm mm -hmm. I'm working with my client. I glanced and I forget what we were talking about, something we were clearing and it was about creating something in the future, right? So mm -hmm. um I I accidentally not so accidentally, if you know <laughs> what I mean, but I, I didn't plan on it. I look at the clock two, right. three, four. I'm like, Oh, okay, two, three, four. So Spirit saying, yes, go with this. And I explain to this person what that all means because it's a sequence of numbers and it's moving you forward on your path and just, you know, know that it's working out. Keep those thoughts positive. Keep blowing toward the energy towards that outcome. But anyway, yeah. So like, like I can't, every day there's, there's numbers coming up at the exact perfect time. Mm -hmm. And when you, when you take notice of it, look it up. And it doesn't have to be a seven 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 or three 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 or one two three or you know none of that. It could be anything. And if you look it up, you'll find you go online and you just say spiritual meaning or metaphysical meaning of um, eighty three, whatever it is, and you'll get so much information about what those numbers could be telling you. And you just see how does that? Re oh wow, that's totally talking to what's going on right now. You know, it's like. Boom. And you're like, oh, good. That's fun. That was fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was fun, right? Yeah. And, and I think part of what 
makes that work is, I mean, you didn't really say this specifically, but I think what you meant is if, if you encounter some non- number combination that's meaningful for you, it doesn't have to be. Or it just pattern. keeps it, repeating. It, you keep getting like, what the heck's with 83? What the heck's going on? Yeah. Look it up. Yeah. yeah. Now, a funny thing too is my, my husband, you know, he's like, I don't get numbers like you get numbers and stuff. I never get that. <laughs> then all of a sudden he starts seeing license plates while people are driving past them with numbers like 777s, 888s, 8383. You know, like, you know, and then one day he had like, it was like a 2324. And the next car I went past, 2324. Mm. Like, what are the chances of that? You know? It's so a now deja he's vu having, <laughs> now he's having fun with that. He's like, oh, okay, so maybe numbers are talking. Like, maybe I am getting mm-hmm. messages too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's right, fun. That's when you, when, when you start noticing stuff like that, that is fun. That, it, and, that feels like, okay, do? I'm getting this stuff. It raises your vibration. It raises your vibration. Yeah. All right. So where was I on this thing? Okay, so it says we normally don't take this long going through a card description, but you know, but we have there's a lot so to much talk to, about here. There's so much information coming through from exactly. this one card. Yeah. So it says you're being guided to know that your angel team is with you right now. That's why there's so much conversation. So for anyone that is really new to this, like the people who've been watching forever, they're like, "All right, Linda, finish the card. I already got that." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but if you are new to all of this, there's so much coming through here. So by me, by us. Speaking about our own experience to a lot of these things, it really helps you to get that. Yes. Um, so it says you're being guided to know that your angel team is with you right now, encouraging you to call in the support of heaven in aligning your current situation with love. Imagine yourself and your situation covered in golden light and ask the angels to show you the way forward, knowing they are always working for your highest good. Yeah. Golden light, that's something that comes up a lot in meditations. It comes up in a lot of, um, well, apparently in the angel cards, because obviously you're reading about right there. But what is it about light? I mean, I know that we are talking about energy here, and clearly light is a form of energy. Is that what it's about, or is it more than that? Uh, light is the energy. Okay, so look at it this way. How many, how many, how many people have you had, have you come across or heard about? who have a near-death experience and they just see, it's just this light, so much light. It's like just white forever, right? So it's like, um, we are light, everything's light. And the more you hold light, it's that high, it's a very high frequency of energy, this bright white light. It's very pure, right? So it's very true. It's very pure. So when you're holding that energy, it does lift you up. So like when I do healing, I don't know if I'm going off track a little bit. When I do healing, I'm I'm releasing lower, heavier energies and bringing in light. And people actually really feel lighter when they leave. Like you feel light. You feel happy. When you're joyful and when you're having fun, you feel like you could, people will say that they feel like they're floating, right? Mm -hmm. And I think I've heard that uh, nothing to do with energy work, just like they were having so much fun and they were like, Walking on air. That's an expression, isn't it? Walking right. on air. They feel so good because they're more in their true nature, which is light. That's where we come from. That's what we're made out of. But we've chosen to come here in like a physical body, walking to earth where all this stuff exists, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I guess, I guess it's our job to like realize how we can actually hold that higher light, even with all of the stuff that this 
um, denser because it's denser energy. It's, it's hard, right? It's denser mm-hmm. energy, um, is create is bringing to us or creating for us. Right. What if the uh, people in our live stream, uh, a person I, whose name I don't recognize, his name is Jacob. He's asking a question and I've never heard of the person he's asking about, but I thought I'd ask you, he says, what do you think of Rudolf Steiner? Do you know who Rudolf Steiner is? You know what? I, 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 I can't, I think I know the name, but I don't know anything about him. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's always kind of a shot in the dark because there's so many people out there who yeah, are talking no. about this stuff that, yeah. you know, it's hard to keep up with all but, of it. But what I would say about that is it's funny how you come, the right people come to you at the right time. So, I mean, like you're saying, there are so many different people speaking about all these different aspects and angles and things to uh, manifesting a life you desire, to knowing yourself more as spirit, to flowing with the higher energies. Um, and I mean, there are people that are really, really famous and I, I mean, okay, yeah, but I never really felt like knowing about them. But then all of a sudden one day I got to read that guy's book. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> because mm-hmm. I guess now is the time that I'm drawn to know that teaching, right? Um, any of the modalities I've, I've learned, actually, they just came to me in, in weird ways. Whether I mm. knew about them or didn't know about them. Like sometimes they're, you know, one of them, the gate, nobody knew about it here in this country because there was an Israeli man that, that discovered, that developed this way of healing. And uh. he just happened to be coming to Tenafly, New Jersey. And I just happened, like it just fell into, <laughs> like I, I had to do whatever this thing was. I didn't even right. know what it was, but I had to do it. Like it just came at the right time. So, um, you just have to find what you think about that person. How, and is it aiding your life is whatever that person is teaching or talking about creating more light in your life. That's the gauge for me. Does it light? Does it lighten me up? Does it lift me up and make me feel like I know more of who I am and what I'm capable of? Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jacob's actually asking a follow-up question and it's actually a good one because in the last few episodes that we've been doing that are appearing now on the local cable access and on PRN, in addition to our regular podcast listeners receiving them, um, we've made reference to the fact, just as an explanation, that law of attraction is very similar to the Christian concept of, sow- so- of sowing and reaping. Um, but we haven't really gotten into any kind of detail about that. Uh, and there are a lot of parallels with what Christianity teaches. There are also a lot of differences and so forth. And he's asking about this. So I'll bring in his question and we can bat it around for a couple of minutes and then move on to the next thing. But he says, what are your thoughts on new age versus Christianity? He says a lot of Christians were converted from new age beliefs and demonized new age philosophy and modalities. Yeah, that does happen. But what do you think? I mean, when, when you think about the two. I think it's so individual that, uh, you know, I would never even try to formulate any type of judgment on it because it's all whatever you find that you feel lightens you up and fills you up. And and as if your soul is like so expanded and you know yourself better, then um, it's good. So, like, I I don't like to compare any of that. Mm -hmm. I guess what I'm saying is there's no need to compare even how one thing evolved from the other thing it's just you just find your own truth and you, and you find out more about that if that's what's calling you in i agree with you now, and in fact I, on the question of demonizing I, I would add in i don't worry about whether somebody is demonizing 
I mean, they, all they're really doing is affecting themselves. They don't affect me at all. The only way that I ever get affected is if they draw me in by saying, demonizing. I get, oh, I'm going to get all excited about the fact that they're demonizing and that I'm talking about I'm demonizing and all that. But yeah. I don't buy into that. So as long like, as I don't buy into it, then I'm not on that that wavelength. See, that's like what it makes me think of is, um, like, you know, because I'm not a very religious person. I don't even know what, what it all means anymore. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but I know my, my, you know, my mother-in-law came here to visit one time from California and her husband had just passed you know, a year ago or so. And she really wanted me to take her to a psychic and she's gone before. I'm like, all right, we'll make the appointment. She goes, yeah, but I don't know if I should go. I'm like, oh, why do you want to go? She goes, oh, I want to go. I'm like, well, why don't, why do you think you shouldn't go? Well, because my church says that it's, it's evil and it's not okay. And what? I'm like, well, well, listen, what do you want to do? What do you feel in your heart? She's like, I really want to go. I'm like, well, then let's go. Mm-hmm. Then let's go. I mean, Reiki and, and energy work helps a lot of people. So how yeah. could that be bad? But I think there are some, I don't know if it's all Christianity or parts of it that they think it's wrong. They think, they think, they think is wrong. In fact, I and, had a, one, I have, I've had people come to me like, I couldn't even tell someone I was doing this because they would think it was wrong. Yeah. 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 Uh, you run into that kind of thing. I, I think the, the thing I like to keep in mind is the nature of what belief is. And this is an Abraham Hicks concept for those who like to uh, look these things up. But Abraham teaches that, uh, first of all, a thought is, is something that you think, oh, I'm sorry, a belief is a thought that you think over and over again. So um, if you have a thought about X and then you just keep going back to X and you think more about X and you focus on X and you talk about X and so forth, you start building up a belief about X. That's how beliefs actually get built. So if we start with that as a, a premise, then the moment that we're talking about you know, demonizing something, what we're talking about is building up a belief that, oh, something is terrible. And anybody can do that. You know, you, you can build up a negative belief about anything. You can build up a positive belief about anything. So with that context, I would say, what do you want to believe about? Do you want to build up a belief that it feels good? Or do you want to build up a belief that feels bad? You have the power to decide. It's completely up to you. It's just which way you're going to go with it. It's yeah. that simple. I, I think you got to trust your body. It's kind of like what I was d- teaching this woman I was working with today is, you just have to trust, just feel and sense for yourself what is your truth, what feels right to you. Yeah. That's what matters more than anything else. I mean, so many people give their power away to everybody else. So what, what if there is someone who wanted to, re, had one desire, they really wanted to be and do this certain thing in their life, but their parents are like, no, you must be a doctor. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, they go to school and they learn and they have to, but, but it doesn't fulfill them, right? Because they weren't living their own truth. And in, in these days, in 2020, a lot of people are actually leaving what they were set out or told that they were to be, and they're choosing what they really want now, right? You see a lot of that. So anyway, he's doing some follow-up questions. I'm going to respond by saying, take all the questions that you just asked, Jacob, and ask them of yourself, and ask yourself, how do I feel about them? And depending on, on what your answer is to that, well, there's your answer. How do you feel about it? That's the answer to your question. So just... Keep applying that or, formula or over and over again. Or ask the question this way. If I, if I can just feel what I feel without any influence of anybody else or anything else, any other teaching, what is, what's my truth? What, how do I feel about it? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. 
I know okay. speaking for myself, and I'm not going to speak for anybody else on this, but this is just me. I, I never really had any kind of good feel experience with Christianity. I was very much exposed to it. I was brought up in, in Christianity. I was steeped in it, but it never really satisfied me. I thought there were too many things that weren't quite right. And then I got exposed to the stuff we talked about here, and everything resonated Everything made sense to me. So I chose this route because it felt good. Because it's like, yeah, that's my truth. I get it. That's well, where I want to be. And not only that, but a lot, you know, like I never studied the Bible, but a, a lot of what we teach with all of the stuff we're doing is in the Bible. Yeah, a lot of it is, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. in there. It's just a matter of how people teach it or interpret it or whatever. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I can't speak to the religion stuff at all. I haven't, I really haven't studied it. I have studied it, and I'm not going to speak to it. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so look, I just pulled a child card. Okay. Okay. So As usual, the it, artwork is beautiful on these cards. Let's see if it speaks to anything about what we're talking about now. So it okay. says, you care deeply about children, and they readily respond to your love. All children, including your own inner child, require love, affection, and attention. We can clear and open your heart and schedule so that you can give more time and energy to the children who need you. So I really think it's talking about inner child more so from the conversation that we've been having so far. Mm -hmm. But okay. take it however you want, because maybe this message is meant uh, in a different way, because it's very individual. So these cards, we'll read them, and one part will hit one person, another part will hit another person. Mm -hmm. uh, one part will hit two people in two different ways. You know, you got to yeah. take it, it. It just goes right to what we were saying. you got to feel for yourself what is... What is it telling you? What is your truth? So you've made that point a number of times on the show that when, when we read a card, there's always at least a few people that card is for, even people who aren't currently listening, that they're going to be listening or watching later on, but it's still yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah, because that's how energy works. Like energy comes together. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It comes together. Okay, so it says this card signifies that a child is affecting some aspect of your question. This could be your own child. This could be your desire for a child, a young family member, or your present or future work in helping children. Have children been on your mind lately? If so, this card is proof that whatever you've been considering is valid. This includes spending more time with children and looking into areas of employment related to young ones. Okay, so that could be possibly it. I still feel like inner child is more of what this message is, but we'll get to that. So it okay. says additional meanings for the card. Your life purpose involves helping children. Be as a child. Wow. Pay attention to your inner child. Could also be a child in heaven is saying hello. Oh. That might be a very nice gift for somebody. Mm -hmm. Or that pregnancy or adoption might be part of your plan. So that's, that's the thing. That's why they give a couple of additional meanings for it because the same information can hit you, hit many people in many different ways. But I think with what we've been talking about today, it gets more to trusting. See, the inner child, when we're, when we're young, we come here, we, we know we can create anything we want, right? We, we like, we build, um, a sandcastle and in our minds, the little kids, they're like living in that castle. They're the king or the queen or, you know, like they make stuff come to life because there can be so much in that imagination and they really feel it. The little right. kid is walking around pretending to be the policeman. He's the policeman. Oh yeah. Time that he is doing that, you know, yeah. he's being it. So as a child, we can do that so easy. But then as we grow up and we start paying, see also little kids, they're in their own world. It's only until about, what is it like age seven or eight when they, we start to realize, Oh, 
I mean, there's more outside of us and we start giving mm. that more attention. And right. so when those people say, oh, no, 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 you can't do that. You're not old enough or whatever, or you're not fast enough or who knows what it is. Mm-hmm. We start taking it on. Right? Yeah. And then it starts building all that stuff that it becomes heavy on us. Because in our true nature is that, that little kid who just came here to this life and this body and is having so much fun playing with dirt. Um, well, the, the inner child thing also reminds me that, oh, I'm sorry. I do, go ahead and finish your thought. And that's good. They're, they're just not, um, they're not inhibited by anything. You know, they just being, yes. right? Yeah. So when we connect to that inner child and we allow it to come, and especially if you're really caved in on something, right? If you can connect to that inner child, like, so if I were three years old and this was going on, what would I do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even mm-hmm. the thought of it makes you laugh. And you're like, well, maybe I want to go out and get some ice cream or maybe I want to go play a game or this. That's boring. That problem you're talking about, that's boring. I'd rather go paint the picture. You know what I mean? Just yep. change it to something you prefer and find that what that is that you prefer inside of you because it's in you. You know mm-hmm. it. I mean, you know it. Yeah, that's good. I wanted to also uh, kind of redirect our attention to what the inner child is, because that's sort of a phrase that we use to describe the fact that we are, in a sense, we're, we're, we're two people. We're really just one person. We're just who we are. But we have two two main aspects that are kind of connected to each other. There's the physical side of us, and then there's the spirit or non-physical side of us. And the inner child is kind of that connection to that Part of us is on the other side, that to to that spiritual side of us. So I just want to bring that in that people who've wondered, I know this is a question I had early on, that wondered, okay, well, how do I make this connection to the non-physical, to spirit, to whatever? Inner child, that's where you go. That that's where it's all all connecting in. So it's a very valuable um concept and a valuable tool to make that connection. Well, or or maybe in the way that you're saying it is that that you can make a connection to something that seems like it no longer exists, yet it does. Mm-hmm. Like that spirit, yep. you don't know that that exists, yet it does. But that inner child is really just that part of you that knows how awesome you are, that yep. knows it can do anything that it decides yeah. to do before it's told it can't. It knows that it can. So we always want to kind of get back to that and heal. So they talk about healing the inner child. You want to heal the time when... Uh, your teacher told you, you'll never be good at math. You're better mm. off just like swinging like a hammer and building houses uh, after somebody tells you how to put it together. Whatever it yeah. is. Like yeah. they, they, how many times in the old days, I don't I hope they don't do it now, but they would tell people what profession they should go into based on what they thought you were capable of. Right. Right. Oh yeah. So it's like all those times when you've been, um, made to feel wrong or made to feel uh, incapable or all those kind of things. That's like where the wounds are. And that little child who knew it was so brilliant and so able to do anything and so creative, but it's wounded because it was throughout whatever was happening in your life made to feel like it wasn't able to. And what you're talking about there is often also called limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs that are, that are kind of imposed on us or placed on us as, as you say, when we're, we're growing up. And those limiting beliefs get in the way when we hang on to them and we continue to play them in our heads and they keep coming back to haunt us, so to speak. Those limiting beliefs get in the way of the, our requested manif- manifestations. They actually interfere. So that's why it's so important to understand what's happening. What, like you were just describing what happened while we we're growing up. That's an important thing to understand. 
That's what it's all about. It's just clearing out the programming that's keeping you from being your truth. Yep. Uh, you know, the yeah. capable person, creative person that, that you can. We create our own reality. Nobody creates it for you. So when you start to wake up to that you have this power within you, that it's just been piled up with a bunch of crap on it that we need to clear out. <laughs> right. When you get down to it, um, yeah, we create our own reality and we're really good at it. If we let yes. ourselves do it and yeah. don't buy into the other people's stories that tell you that, you know, that's not possible or you can't do that or you're not worthy or, you know, you're not lovable or, you know, there's so many, there's so many. Oh yeah. It's almost infinite. But yeah. again, it's empowering because like you say, we are the creators and, and that in itself is an empowering message. The idea that literally we're not dependent on what other people create for us. We create our own lives at all times and all we have to do is claim it and say, yes, that's my power. I, I claim it. And by doing that, it is. It's our power. So people who are actually maybe new to all of this probably won't get that. Some people have a really hard time with that. Like mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't ask that person to shoot me or whatever it might be. Right, right, right. Yeah. But anything that happens in your experience, you, you allowed it in some way, shape or form. And it's based on the energy and the beliefs and things that you're holding or, or and one of those beliefs might be, I'm not worthy. I'm not lovable. I'm, who knows? It could be a basic thing like that that puts you in a situation where something could happen. Now people will like really argue about that. Like it's not an easy concept to get. So, but we're just saying it here. It kind of puts, opens the door a crack. It just cracks a little bit yeah. and then you'll be surprised. You might hear something. Anyone who was really put off by what we said, I'm just saying, don't be surprised if two months from now you hear something that is like what we were talking about. Because mm. once you've been open to something, you came in the vicinity of hearing something, that too is not by chance. It's so that you can get back to realizing your power and that you create your, your, your life. It, great it, point. We can, we can go around in circles. I can get pretty deep, but Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. We only have a minute or two left, and I want to make sure I get our promo in, and that is we have an LOA Today app that you can download and install. It's available for both Android and iPhones. Um, just do a search for LOA Today in the App Store or the Play Store, and it has all the episodes. Plus, it has a whole bunch of goodies, including a course that Linda put together called High Vibe Living. So take advantage of that and get to know it. It's really good stuff. And Linda, we did it. We 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 did a, a review, a retrospective of stuff we talked early on, and I'm glad we did it because sometimes it's good to get back to basics. So yeah, appreciate yeah. it. That. And the time went by really fast, so it's always fun to go back to basics. <laughs> it did. It does go by fast. So, I mean, well, that's part of having a high-vibe show. That's why we call it your daily dose of happy, and it's amazing how fast the hour goes by. But Yeah, and I just want to add, in that app that you're speaking about, if anything we said, uh, put, even if it put you off, if it triggered you in some way, or if you're just, thank you, thank you for saying that, because I've been thinking that my whole life, and other people made me think that I was wrong, um, send us a message. Let us know. That's right. There's a form there. Yeah. You can send us a message. You can ask questions of any of the co-hosts. So yeah, take advantage and do that. So, all right, good. Well, thank you very much. And uh, we'll see you and uh, Rita next week. It's going to be uh, good to have her back too, but this has been great. Thank you to our live streamers. Thank you to our podcast listeners as well. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.